Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, January 28, 2020. I'm Tom Merritt. UK ministers on the National Security Council agreed the National Cyber Security Center should issue guidance that high-risk vendors should be excluded from the core of telecom operations and no high-risk vendor should make up more than 35% of the edge access network, like phone masts. In addition, high-risk vendors will be barred from sensitive locations like nuclear sites and military bases, as well as any critical national infrastructure. The NCSC does not keep an exhaustive list of high-risk vendors, but Huawei is considered one of them. Huawei has more than 35% of the equipment in UK access networks. Telcos have three years to modify their implementations to reach the recommended levels. The guidance has been issued to telecoms, but Parliament will need to enact legislation to implement the guidance as law. Facebook made its off-Facebook activity tool available to all 2 billion-plus members. It had been available in specific regions prior to this. It shows 180 days of data Facebook collects from code used by non-Facebook sites to do things like serve ads or offer Facebook interactivity, like likes or embedded posts. You can see how Facebook received your information, such as whether it was when you logged in using Facebook, did a search, etc., and you can disconnect the third party from accessing your Facebook data with a clear history button. However, any data it has already collected would not be affected. It also isn't the setting that stops the third party from collecting data in the future. That's a different section of settings. And over the next two weeks, Facebook also plans to prompt all users to review those settings in the privacy checkup tool. The UK International Money Transfer Service from TravelX is fully operational as of Tuesday. The service went offline almost a month ago because of ransomware attacks. TravelX has not disclosed whether it paid money to the attackers. Tesla offered its customers in China free supercharging until the coronavirus situation is resolved. China has restricted transportation in large parts of the country in order to impede the spread of the virus, which has killed more than 40 people. The idea is to make it easier for those who do need to move around to do so without having to expose themselves to other people unnecessarily. Atari announced a deal to create eight Atari-branded hotels in the United States with eSports studios and gaming playgrounds. Apparently, the Atari hotels will also have restaurants, bars, movie theaters, and even a bakery. The first one will come to Phoenix, followed by locations in Austin, Chicago, Denver, Las Vegas, San Francisco, San Jose, and Seattle. The Filmic app that can record video from multiple iPhone 11 lenses at the same time, such as front and back, has been released as an app called Double Take. It works on the iPhone 11 Pro, iPhone 11, iPhone XS, and iPhone XR. The multicam mode will arrive in the Filmic Pro app itself later this year. Apps that do the same thing like Double Take have been out since the release of iOS 13. The Wall Street Journal reports on micro-fulfillment systems piloted by supermarkets to speed up deliveries. The equipment can be set up in the back of stores and apparently fulfill up to 4,000 orders per week. An Israeli company called Fabric is constructing its first robotic fulfillment site for an unidentified regional U.S. grocer. Fabric expects to have six small fulfillment centers under construction by the end of the year. Finally, the Money Authority of Singapore announced a new payments law regulating multiple payment types, including cryptocurrencies, is now in force. 
The law aims to promote e-payments while protecting consumers. It targets preventing money laundering, money loss, interoperability problems, and other technology risks. Companies can get one of three licenses, a money-changing license, a standard payment license, or a major payment institution license. Bloomberg reports crypto firms like Liquid Group and Luno have applied for licenses already. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to DailyTechNewsShow.com and remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.